So therefore, be proud to be a decent American rather than be just a wanker whipping up fear. Because you're supposed to tackle people, you're supposed to hit people at pace and hit them hard as part of the game. It's not chess we're playing. I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f- he wants. Hello, everybody, and welcome to chapter 73. I'm Graham. I'm Danny. We sound different. It's a new intro. Yeah. Why is it a new intro, Danny? I got fed up with the last one. <laughs> <laughs> we got fed up. We did. We, we can uh, change it. It's yeah. our podcast. We do what we, we want. We do what we want. Like. We want. We do what we want. Um, yeah, we, like the last one, basically what happened was when Lindsay left, we decided we needed a change. And um, I rushed said change. And I might have forced Graham down an alleyway that he didn't particularly want to go down. No, I like the I like the brand change. I wasn't necessarily wanting the intro change. Yeah. Whereas this one we have democratically come to together. Yeah. We have. Yeah. yeah. We've decided. I think and so. we're delighted with it. Yeah, we're very happy with it. I like the soundbite intro because it just means we can change Yeah and per guest, per Per times, per whatever. Yeah, exactly. If something else comes along, they're like, that's a good sound bite, man. Get that. Get it in. We can you get know? it. But the Order. king will be staying. The, yeah, exactly. Look, we, we've instead, there's been consistency throughout our podcast and lives. Yeah. And uh, Conor McGregor has once said, consistency that shall remain. But a lot of people gave out to us when we changed our last intro. They were like, oh, I don't like the new one. I like the old one. And yeah. then the, kind of, the new one kind of just stayed there and some people grew to it and other people didn't and now they're getting used to it and we're taking it away from exactly, them exactly lads don't sit still when we're around <laughs> things change quickly but I anyway. wasn't mad on how your man pronounced my name so yeah, just fairness, saying it just saying no I know even though he was a bit kind of I'll just just ignore that bit <laughs> <laughs> it's only your name Graham <laughs> um, so yeah so American announcer guy has been retired God bless thanks American announcer guy R.I.P. Um, it was great while it lasted it was it was a short lived summer romance like two teenagers in between their schooling years we might go back to an intro of presentation style an announcer style intro an announcer style with a friend of ours but sure we'll see yeah something may just come along there we can change whenever we want but we might only do it for special shows yeah we can do what we want lads yeah so you know where are we Graham one of the other reasons we sound different. We're in suite two. We've been upgraded. <laughs> because here in Fitzpatrick Castle Hotel, they like to look after you. And they were like, the lads are good. We like the lads. Let's give them a good room. The room we had is amazing. It's perfect. It's beautiful. Perfect love studio. It. Love it. But they've put us in the big boy room. It's a bit chilly. A little bit chilly because we're not on top of the radiator yeah, this week. it's bigger. But I like it. It's airy. I like that. Nice and spacious. We have beautiful windows. We've we, we have a fire exit right beside us. <laughs> Safety first. <laughs> we you have know. a big antique kind of... Antique cabinet. Cabinet. A projector screen. Tried to get the projector screen going, but yeah, it wasn't yeah, happening. Yeah. And um, all in all, it's, it's beautiful. And this is why, if I was a business owner, I would definitely consider holding a conference slash business meeting slash interview day here in the business centre of Fitzpatrick Castle Hotel. But much more than that, I'd say, you know what? That'd be a long day. I'm going to need to eat, drink and sleep. So I'd book myself into a room, make sure I have a nice cosy bed, perhaps treat myself to a balcony so I can sip a wine on said balcony overlooking the rolling hills of Kalainay after scoffing a beautiful dinner in the grill at the dungeon of Fitzpatrick's. Didn't want to disturb you there because we might use that as a soundboy. So you don't have to say it every week. Yeah. But <laughs> so we, I didn't interrupt you. But we do like change, and I like to change it every week. So. <laughs> we could leave it. We could do. We, we'll see. All I know for definite is I actually love this place, man. It's like a little home away from me home now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Spend a few hours up here per week. Staff said, the staff agree. They were on to me earlier on saying you fell asleep in the studio last week. Is that true? I can neither confirm nor deny such okay. a thing. Um. What I am willing to say is that I spent longer than I normally would. Okay, after so, I left. After you left. Okay. Yeah. But nonetheless, FitzpatrickCastle.com, lads, check it out. And uh, look, it's coming up to Christmas. 
you know, treat yourself, treat your partner, treat a friend. Afternoon tea. Afternoon tea, bit of dinner, a few drinks. There is nowhere better in the borough. Sensational hosts. Yeah, not better than my grand folks. Woo! Ah, now look. I'm just saying my, if you're my grand folks can't go anywhere, by the way. They're asking, everyone's asking when they go for dinner. Well. Because of that ad. Well, this is awkward. I was about to ask, like, is Granny Oatman's at the tables or not? None at all. It's packed out. Tommy old. Granny was going on, I'm, I'm a celebrity, get me out here in the back of that ad, taking the piss. And she <laughs> said, oh, the snakes will kill you. So, Granny, I'm not going on, I'm a celebrity, you mad thing. Yeah, mad joke. Um, I'm a celebrity in the jungle book. That yeah, one. that yeah. one. Um, I haven't watched any episodes of that actually. I don't watch it. I don't. I used to watch. I don't watch many of them reality shows. I used to watch uh, Celebrity Love Island. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. I, used to, I don't know why. I used to love it though. <laughs> used to love it. Yeah, I used to be like watching that every night. Like, <laughs> I think it was on UTV. It was yeah. yeah. Which one? Which series? I watched one with Bianca Gascoigne. I used to follow. Yeah, I think her. so. Yeah, and uh, what's um, was it? Pierce Brosnan's son was on that series. Really. No, not Pierce Brosnan's son. Some actor's son, and I like that actor and your man. And I just remember because he kept saying, "What your man from the wire?" Do you know the way your man from the wire goes? She. I've, I've only watched episode so. one of the war, or series one of the wire. Oh, okay, well, I'm fairly sure it's the wire that happens. But anyway, he kept doing that, and it made me chuckle every time he done it. And yeah, I started watching it. Um, Love Islands, Jesus, Dan. You sound like you missed it there, or you're reminiscing there. Um, I know. Now, it was, I, I tell you what I do love that's on at the moment. The Apprentice with Alan Sugar. Yeah, I'm over it. I love it. I absolutely love it. Graham's getting but sick. I used to watch it. <laughs> you know, like? I was a bit sick. Yeah, good man. That's that's the fizzy drinks, Graham. I, I used to always watch it. Um, the Apprentice. <clears throat> yeah. Did you watch The Irish Apprentice when it was on? With Bill Cullen? Yeah. I did, but I found Bill and Jackie a bit, a bit annoying. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Did you watch the um, American one with Trump? I loved it. Didn't watch it. There was like something like eighteen series, was there? Yeah, there was. That. I love the celebrity Seasons. ones. The celebrity yeah. ones were hilarious, and that's that's another reason why I'm bemused by people's anger and frustration about this Donald Trump situation. Why? Because like, just watch any given series of The Apprentice, The Celebrity Apprentice, Apprentice. Like, he's laughable. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. And I know he came out recently and he was like, no, we are going to build a wall. There might be a fence in here and there, but we are going to build that wall. You're not going to build a wall, Donald. Do you think, do you know the way um, he, like he's backtracking on the wall a bit by saying yeah. offence and then he was adamant he was getting rid of Obamacare and he's backtracked on that as well. Yeah, saying, there's some good elements of Obamacare, maybe we'll keep it. Maybe, yeah, after a meeting with Obama. But do you think um, a lot of his policies that he campaigned on the lead up that can't come to fruition, do you think his supporters will go mad at him for it? Uh, yes and no. Yeah. But there's nothing, um, we, there's nothing, well, like we, we can't do anything, we're Ireland. But that's where you're wrong, Graham. No, the I, revolution can start here <laughs> and now. I mean, this, his, uh, I mean the Americans that are demonstrating since his election. Nothing's going to happen. He's no, going to be there I, for four years. No, look, he, but was dem- there was he, was man, de- he was democratically elected, lads. Let it go. There Let was go. a man, um, for the life of me, can't think of his name, I read the piece during the week, um, where he predicted correctly the last nine American elections. Is this the professor, dude? And he's now predicted that Trump will get impeached. Yeah, yeah. It was an interesting article. Yeah. um, The only thing is where his um, presidential predictions are based somewhat on historical fact and a number of contributors. The impeachment thing is just his opinion based on his knowledge of the system. Yeah, and Trump. And Trump. Something about his tax, isn't it? um, Charity. A charity they set up in New York. Um, and allegedly that was used for what sounded like money laundering. Um, wow. But I don't know enough about it to even try and speak about it. So he has a few skeletons in his closet. Well, well, I wouldn't say that as I am a Donald Trump supporter. <laughs> You're not a Donald Trump so, supporter. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I'm breaking KFAB. Yeah, don't break KFAB, man. <laughs> but yeah, look, I don't know, man. Bill Bohr was on, um, was it Conan? Or one of them, I can't remember. He was on one of them last week talking about that, and he's like, "Yeah, look, he's not who we wanted to 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 win, but um, like, you know, like, what are you all worried about? You think he's actually going to be able to do this shit? He's like, look, he's like, he's not going to build a wall. He's like, look at the Freedom Tower in New York. He's like, people actually wanted that built, and it took fifteen years. Do you yeah. think he's going to be able to build a wall on four, four that yeah. people don't want? Yeah, not a chance. No. 
But anyway. But people people believe that. But yeah, Con- you mentioned Conan there. Yeah. Conan O'Brien, as in UFC owner, Conan UFC, O'Brien. Conor McGregor's boss, yeah. <laughs> it's gas, isn't it? Man, how good was that? That was brilliant. How good was that? We're, of so, course. So talk- good it went straight into our new intro. We're of, exactly. We're, of course, talking about King Mac, Conor McGregor. Yeah. Making history last yeah. Saturday by winning the lightweight title yeah. in just under eight minutes. Sensational, carry on. Versus Edward. Alvarez. In fairness to Eddie Alvarez, um, the statement he released last week after the fight was, I thought, very fitting yeah. and very nice. And um, to- nice touch of class, I thought. Nice yeah, it was. He did, he did say that his game plan, he didn't stick to his game plan, but mm. he didn't stick to it because he wasn't allowed to stick to it. Well, yeah, to a degree. Like, yeah. yeah, it's that whole thing. I think Bass Rootin was saying it as well, a uh, friend of the show, Bass Rootin. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna be throwing that into everyone. I am telling you, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> until it's war. Exactly. I think he was kind of saying he was like, you can go in with any game plan you want, but the second you get pinged in the face and you get a bit of a ringer, then yeah. the game plan goes out the window. But even even the even before the knockout, mm. um, it was like Eddie just threw a punch, just to throw a punch. Yeah, just yeah. to not because he looked but from the stage, moment he he was knocked down three or four times in the first I was round, say, yeah. and in that stage, as he looked from the first knockdown, he looked very very vulnerable. Rabbit in the headlight syndrome. Oh. He was like, "Oh my god, this is happening." This like, is happening. I think, and like, I don't blame Eddie for it. I think everybody that fights Connor probably has that opinion of kind of like this is a one dimensional guy. I know what his weapon is, and I'm gonna avoid it. And then 15 seconds in. They have already took one of those kind of body shots that he gives where he like stabs his toes into there, yeah. staring him like to knock yeah. the wind out of him. And he's already hit them at one sort of half left and they're like It's oh, like Chad shit. Mendes, wasn't it? The oh, kicks shit. to the stomach. Yeah. And they're like, Oh shit, this is real, man. This is real. And then from that point on, you know, the only person who arguably didn't get phased by it was Diaz. But then in the second fight it didn't matter if he got phased by it or not, Connor just kept landing it and knocking him down, you know? And um, absolutely disfigured his face. Yeah. But with regard to the Eddie Alvarez thing and the statement, I, I know what you mean about the fact that he was kinda of saying, like, oh, I didn't get to use my game but I didn't stick to my game plan and he wasn't allowed. But I don't think he was saying that as an excuse. I think he was more so saying that as I accept full responsibility. Yeah. I did not fight my fight. Connor dictated the fight. You're and right, because if you watched his media scrum post fight, um he said he didn't expect Connor to be so fast. He was lightning fast, he said. Yeah. Which um, <laughs> I mean, it must have a lot of balls to We seen we seen how Connor handled himself when he lost against Nate in terms yeah, of talking yeah. and Eddie was the same. But I don't think Eddie has been what? manhandled like that before. It did look if you're a casual fan mm. looked like a complete mismatch it did and like yeah I know Eddie Alvarez has been dropped before but let's just make it clear Eddie Alvarez had only been stopped by knockout mm. once before and that was at 170 pounds not 155 yeah. he had never been knocked out at 155 he had yeah he'd fallen like he yeah was, he'd, he'd been rocked he'd like, been rocked but he'd but, recovered and recovered yeah. convincingly in yeah. most fights um, I think it's uh, I think it was brilliant. I was I was is. disappointed. I have to say, watching it live, that they did forget uh, the second belt. Whether whose responsibility that was or not, yeah. I think there should have been someone to say, "Look, this is history. Let's just let's just be the rehearsal here and let's have it ready." Yeah. Well, considering the amount that they were putting into the whole fact, nobody's ever done this before. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. And I was kind of like. You would think one of the first things they would do would be make sure there's two bells there should the situation arise where they can have that photo up. Like, but the Dana I mean? was like to Connor, did you not bring it? Yeah. Like, Connor, that's the last thing he's thinking of bringing yeah. a fight or bringing it. Um, I thought bringing his belt. Um, I thought maybe Reed Harris would have had it. I don't know. Or Schowler would have had it. Or yeah, I don't know. Was that Taylor Schowler's last UFC? I think. Yeah, he's gone yeah. to the Philadelphia Sixers. The Sixers, yeah. He was a, like a boyhood fan of them <laughs> and the opportunity came along. So. Yeah. I miss Dave Schaller. I used to like really like Dave Schaller, how he handled everything, man. I thought mm-hmm. he was deadly. Like um, He'd be remembered for uh, the, the John, John Jones, Jones Daniel Cormier press conference. Yeah. Where Connor's in the background taking selfies with the fans. Classic. UFC 178 that was for and then, mm-hmm. then the fight got pulled. We were going to. Um, what did you think of Connor's post-fight interview? I thought his post-fight interview was really good. Um, with Joe. Oh, the one with Joe. I thought he meant the press conference. No, one. Joe Rogan. Um... There was a few cracking sound bites in it, such as there, 
Yeah, anyway, Joe. Um, <laughs> did you giggle? I did giggle. There was a little bit where I was like, uh, I'm not sure about that. Like, the way he was kind of carrying on about the whole, you Two know. bells? Yeah, like, I think he knew they were going to get, the, the, like, I mean. I, I did know. Uh, he did. Dana had come back into the octagon to tell him we're getting you the second. And Joe Rogan had said. Yeah, uh, but you know, he was upset initially at the start of the promo or the pro, uh, pro, promo. He was, he was upset from the point where your man, I think that was a competition winner or something, was trying to put the new belt on him. And he was, was that a competition winner? I think it was. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think you're right because I thought it was the new owners. I one of think, the new I don't owners. I don't think it was anyway. It didn't look like Conor No, because he took a selfie with Dana. No, it didn't look like Conor <laughs> um, But, like, and look, and I get why he was upset, but I just kind of think, like, I don't know. It just it seemed a little bit petulant the way he was carrying on there. But in saying that, I mean. No, but we can agree that there was a photo up there that was, that was oh, no, potentially going to be missed. Yeah, no, I, I, I completely understand. I completely agree with that. But I think. The second it was kind of realised, now there's only one belt here. Like, they, they put action into place and they got him a second belt. But I just think that the second somebody said, we're getting you the second belt, we're getting you the second belt, you have an interview to do with Joe Rogan there, go on. Like, do you know what I mean? I think then he should have been like, yeah, just get it. Like, and then just moved on and talked to Joe. And then, and then of course, it was Tyrone Woodley's belt. That Tyrone Woodley's belt, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think, like, it was just... Like, the thing is, you have to remember, after... Uh, like the adrenaline and everything else is going to be pumping through somebody there. I don't think you can hold them fully accountable. It's almost like the complete opposite of remember over him, uh, Miocic, and over him was convinced that Miocic tapped and the ref didn't see it. <laughs> yeah. And afterwards, Rogan was like, "I'm not interviewing dudes of being knocked out anymore." Yeah. And that's why he didn't interview Alvarez. Yeah. Um. So sorry. What's your point? My, my point is that it's almost the complete opposite of over him. That Connor like was on the height of adrenaline, mm. so he's just gonna come out with, you know what I mean? I think anybody in that scenario, you could almost forgive for being petulant. Basically, what I'm getting oh, at. Yeah, I think it, it, it can be forgiven as well because the photo um, has gone around the globe now with the two belts. Oh yeah, 100%. and to miss that opportunity would have been ridiculous. It was like the first uh, press conference of RDA and the poster just had. Like yeah, it, they yeah. didn't have the two belts, and I was like, Connor was like, the marketing lads, come on, like, there's, 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 where's my belt? Yeah, it should always be champion versus champion in yeah, those situations. Like, remember George St. Pierre and BJ Penn fought for the second time? Mm. That's what it was. Mm. That was it was champion versus champion, um, and that was what like October, geez, five years ago, six years ago. Jesus. So I mean, that that's long. that's a long ago it was, and somebody last tried to do what Connor done. Yeah. Um, Aramisha retired. Misha. God bless her, I love her. Her her corner looked very uh, confused when she retired. They I don't think know. she's I don't think she's with Caraway anymore. By the way, I'm, I think she is. I'm not 100 percent sure to be honest with you. But if not, like we'll get on the Twitter and we'll invite her off our spicy bags. Oh, I've done it all the time, man. She'll, she'll Have you get. set your Tinder to Las Vegas? <laughs> I should do. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> if she's single, she's definitely on the Tinder bar. Oh, I love her so much. Um, she's definitely an 11 out of 10 man oh, she's unreal but, um, I follow her on snap yeah, yeah but she's she sends me nails all the time she'll be missed in the octagon she'll definitely be missed like she's to me I think she reached her pinnacle I think she was like look I want to have that UFC strap and yeah. see how long I can hold it she, turned she out reached, she could only hold it for one fight and it's like she lost to a rookie that was Amanda, one of, Amanda Nunes isn't a rookie no Raquel Oh, Raquel Pennington. Pennington. I mean, I, rookie, as in she coached her in Ultimate Fighter, is what I mean. That's the context right, okay. of that comment. Yeah, but I mean, I was going to say, one of the things about Misha is that she's around so long. Like, when you think about women's MMA, like, Misha has been there. Since the start. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, grinding for, uh, like, I mean, I know, like, Gina Carano was, like, always given as, like, the mother of women's MMA. But, like, what Misha Tate has given that sport like she owes nothing to nobody like nothing. I'll miss her I, I was, think she's, she's like guys a, it's my last fight I'm gonna retire yeah Yo, what? yeah and I think she, she's one of them that like win or lose she was always a pro like like I was at the second Ronda fight um, it was the first time Ronda had been taken outside the first round mm. and um, then ultimately she got armbarred like and Misha tapped out and after when, when Ronda was kind of celebrating with her corner and that Misha picked herself up off the ground and bearing in mind like Ronda and Misha hate one another mm. like that whole Ultimate Fighter series yeah. and you know like there's been animosity between them two for years after the loss Misha picked herself up off the ground walked into Ronda's camp and attempted to shake hands with her and congratulate her and Ronda wouldn't 
So Misha just kind of shrugged her shoulders and was like, okay, I'll try it. And even after that, was still magnanimous in defeat. Like, and yep. still was like, look, hats off, credit to her. I was there and when uh, she won the title. Yeah, great moment. Really shit me bags. Great moment. I was um, screaming like a little fangirl for take that. <laughs> I was like, she's done it. I was sitting beside her brother like, and I was like, she keeps taking her down, she's going to win. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Um, but yeah, look, congratulations, Misha. You'll be missed. If you're listening, you know yeah. where I am. Yeah, she zero is eight listening. Six, zero seven. She's always ba, listening. Ba, 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 ba. She's always listening. She has your number. Don't be silly. <laughs> um, What's next on the agenda? Well, no. Just if we can jump back to Connor for a minute, I don't want to delve too much into two hundred five because it's you know now a week removed and other people have had their say on it and we're yeah. just fans and whatnot. But but the reaction has been a little bit strange. I find in the sense that fans have loved him, the, like the, the 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 fans and all that you're seeing. It's ninety nine point nine percent positive. Yeah, but media on the other hand, not so much. No, well, media as in it's being more of a mixed bag, is what I'm saying. The the, the non MMA media. Yeah, it's like so, some like the Irish Times and the Times in England. They chose. They're entitled to do it. I'm not. I'm not no, criticizing. No, look, everybody's entitled to their opinion. But, right? but my point is that the main pieces, the main lads that were covering them um, for those respective papers, are not like MMA fans. So there's I a sense of skepticism in their articles. Yeah, but I, and it's, about like that, the sport that plays a part in it. But I don't think it's even that you need to be an MMA fan to appreciate what's happened. My my biggest problem with it is that that clearly not willing to learn about it they haven't done the research on it like i read one piece during the week which said like um alvarez became the latest of conor mcgregor's glass jaw victims yeah and i was like well hang on a second of everyone mcgregor has fought in the ufc only diego brandao had been knocked out more than twice yeah which would suggest that brandao perhaps has a glass jaw he'd been knocked out four times up until the time that he fought mcgregor yeah but other than that Dennis Seaver had been knocked out twice. Um, Fair point, yeah. Marcus Primich had never... Now, Marcus Primich is now 7-7, seven and seven and we know he's brutal. But, but at that point, he'd never <coughs> been stopped. Chad Mendes had only been stopped by Jose Aldo. Jose Aldo had never been knocked out. Dustin Poirier had never been knocked out. Jose Aldo hadn't lost in 10 years. You know, yeah. Um, who else did he fought at that stage? Max Holloway was by decision. Um, who, am we, who am I missing? Uh, Brando, Max Holloway, Primich... Um, See, Mendes Mendes had only been knocked out by Aldo I think you said that either way look yeah. the point is yeah like the but point the, is the, that these dudes that he was fighting like, and, this, and this boils down to that whole thing of oh he hasn't fought a wrestler he hasn't fought a proper striker he hasn't fought a jiu-jitsu guy he hasn't fought the Undertaker at Wrestlemania like it's just this constant barrage of he hasn't he hasn't he hasn't and every time the question is put in front of him he answers it yeah and for me to to sit there so as a much fan, so that your brother has even kind of torn full circle. Yeah, like John O'Murray is one person who analyzes and overanalyzes anything to do with sport, especially MMA. Like, and for him to publish an article on the website he writes for saying, "I like I'd put this achievement up there with that of Anderson Silva, yeah. who John O believes is the greatest of all time." Yeah. Like, there is only one go, and it's Anderson Silva for John O. Like, hardly when it's Connor. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and he knows where you live. <laughs> um, so, like, for John to put that, that says a lot to me. Like, um, but it's the fact that you're seeing, like, the likes of, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo, Jamie Heaslip, um, Mick the, Conlon, our best, Mick Conlon, uh, yeah, the entire Irish football team stayed up in the hotel to yeah. watch the match or to watch the fight, you know, um, the Irish rugby team, same as, like, this is a dude who has literally unified an entire sport nation. And people aren't willing to come round to that. People aren't willing to accept the fact that this is a dude who has literally come from nothing. Plumber. Plumber, former plumber. And managed to... And yeah, I accept the point that the UFC isn't around as long as boxing and blah, blah, blah. But so why, the, why, why, like... But ultimately, like, if it hasn't been done... There's a reason it hasn't been done. And until someone does it, you can't, like, fair enough, people have done it in boxing, but the weight divisions in boxing are ridiculous. There's like two pounds in the difference mm. in boxing. But let's look at the difference here in what McGregor is fighting. He fought at 145, and it's a 10-pound jump to that 155 belt that he now holds. Yeah. He also fought at 170. Yeah. 170. 
So that's a 25 pound difference between what he was world champion at and what he fought Diaz at and what he beat Diaz at. And then he's going, he's winning the 155 belt. So if you put that into perspective on boxing, you're talking seven, eight divisions there. With the exception of maybe Pacquiao and one or two others, not many people do that. So I don't, I don't, I don't like the comparison to boxing though. I don't either, but what I'm saying, when I'm saying that, I'm saying that because... I'm not saying that in response to your to, to your argument. I'm no, just no, saying I understand, that but a couple of articles that you've, I've read are from boxing fans. That's why I'm saying it, because I've read... It. Exactly. They're comparing it, and they're putting it down, and they're... I don't know, is our boxing fans becoming a bit... Thoroughbred boxing fans, are they becoming a bit insecure? That, I mean, if you've, if you've read former guest of the show, John Wortham from Sports Illustrated... Mm-hmm. He was basically saying, you know, MMA is an MSG. It's it's out there breaking, breaking box records, office records. Yeah. Holyfield Lewis from 99 is boxing dead. So I don't know whether these purists are getting insecure that the fans don't want to watch 12 rounds of technical boxing anymore. They'd rather see instant kind of knockouts. Or We live in an instant age. Exactly. We live in an age where people want to just pick up their phone and get something straight away. Yeah. We don't have the patience anymore. People don't read newspapers anymore because you can get the news in a tweet in 140 characters or less. Where are they going to read a 1,000-word piece on a news story when they can get it summed up for them in three seconds on Twitter? Yeah. That is going to apply to everything. Everything is moving so fast. Technology and everything else moves so fast that it's going to come into sport as well. So when you have something like boxing, and like you said, you don't have those sort of heavy-hitting knockout guys anymore. You've got these technical boxers Technical, there. yeah, yeah. And Where they score, they're point-scoring. Exactly. And don't get me wrong, that, that's fine. That's a way of winning and all that. But ultimately, like when you look at things, and it's one of the criticisms you hear about the Klitschko's constantly, is what are they going to do? Get you in the corner and jab you to death? Yeah. Because that's what the Klitschko's do. Yeah. There's none of that big power strike and knockout artist anymore. Like, And that was what we watched boxing for. That's what I watched boxing for. Yeah. You know? Especially kind of growing up in the 90s watching Tyson Lewis and exactly. Holyfield so when and all the Bruno and all the big heavy hitters I don't know if Bruno yeah. was one of them well, actually yeah. <laughs> but like so when you're given a sport in that encompasses a part of that so it encompasses boxing as one of the disciplines of mixed martial arts you're given a sport that encompasses that that you've loved it and then you see this thing and suddenly fights around in 13 seconds in 3 minutes inside the distance here there everywhere or you're seeing a boxer outsmart the yeah. jiu-jitsu artist or you're seeing yeah a karate specialist out doing taekwondo or yeah, amateur like wrestling or whatever I, I think it's there's there's room for everything do you know what I mean there's there no is. need there's yeah, no look, need there, there's no need at all for what, the whole boxing this, versus yoke argument I don't think but but here's my question okay yeah. the the knockout of Chris Weidman Yo Romero's data. Yo Romero to yeah. Chris Weidman. That's not going to do the sport favors in terms of the violence of it. Like no, it's not. But and and I'm I'm not saying it because I feel it. I'm just saying, you know, the flying knees sometimes turn people off. Like if you seen that 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 got Weidman into the temple and it just split his head. Yeah, it did. Now yeah. he was lived. He lived to tell the story and he's fine. In the press conference afterwards, press conference with Corpus Mentis and all that. But yeah. I mean. Yeah, look, there is, obviously, look, it's a full contact sport. There's yeah. going to be elements of violence in it, you know what I mean? And some people might have been uncomfortable with the, the Khabib fight, where Khabib basically took Johnson down. And Johnson looked fine, though. You know, Johnson did look fine, to the point where Khabib was talking to him during the fight, being yeah, like, tell him give, give up. up, give up, I'm not going to let you up, you're not going to do anything. And Johnson tried to fight back from the ground, which is very hard Johnson to do. Johnson rocked Khabib as well. You know, he did in the early stages, yeah. If, but if, then Khabib just kept hitting him, and then ultimately he was like, you're not going to give up? Okay, I'll take your arm. Mm. And he made him tap out, uh, I think it was Kamori one boy, or something like that. But, like, the, yeah, there are violent elements to it. But I would say, which is better? A vicious knee to the head knockout, or 12 rounds of sub-concussive blow after blow after blow where the fight doesn't end. And you don't know what the damage is. A yeah. flash knockout, yeah, it's. In, I'm not saying it's not dangerous. I'm not, I'm not suggesting that of course. at all. But what I'm saying is one blow to the head that knocks you out cold compared to 90, 100 or more sub-concussive blows and then big, heavy boxing gloves. Yeah. And you're going to tell me that's not, that's not dangerous, that's not violent, that's perfectly okay. If you're going to use a violence argument against any kind of contact sport, don't preach that one sport is safer than the other. All combat sports are equally violent. All sports are dangerous, Graham. Yeah. We've been through this. We have. <laughs> so let's not go again. We have not gone down the rabbit hole again. No, no. 
anyway. Anyway, um, you enjoyed for, it. Former guest in the show, Dave Hannigan, also published a piece, and I was a little bit kind of like. I loved his Dave. pieces from there, and I, I tweeted him. I loved his pieces from New York. It was only the last piece where I felt it was like, oh no, Dave, you've gone, <laughs> you've gone WWE villain on me here, pal. He, he did have a bit of a heel torn, all right. He yeah. did a heel torn on the last piece because he felt. Uh, I thought the pieces leading up to that were kind of yeah. like, yes, appreciating Connor, but then it was just. There was a, he ended it with something like uh, it, it's a, it's an odd water. Did you read that part? Yeah, uh, um, I do. I I can't remember what the exact word yeah, it I'm was. Not but, it, but, um, um, look, it's it's on, it's on the Irish Times. They were great pieces. He's a great writer. He is brilliant writer, really and his writer. his book. I just that, didn't uh, agree with the content. And I suppose some of the content. That's the thing as well. You don't have to agree with people, but I would just like people maybe to do more than Google something twice before they write or comment on it. Mm. That's all I'm saying. Cool. That's all I'm saying, Mr. Conlon of the Irish Independent slash UK Times. Oh, is the Irish Independent as well? I didn't yeah, know that. he is, yeah. But anyway, speaking of heel turns and speaking of WWE villains. We have a competition, competition coming up. It's competition time, lads. We don't do we this often enough. We have donated to us by the lovely, lovely friend of mine, Nicky Cruz. He won a competition on New York Radio about three, four, five months ago, perhaps. Um, had no home for it, so he's given it to us to uh, competition off. It's a signed uh, picture frame of Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman. Yeah. Should we say it properly? Brock <laughs> Lesnar! So, yeah, so we, uh, this episode obviously going out, we go out every Sunday, and this Sunday being Survivor Series, where Brock Lesnar will take on Bill Goldberg. Bill Goldberg. 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 Uh, that wasn't rehearsed, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> we decided, yeah, now's a good time to do it. Um, so, so, just share, 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 share. Just share. No, share and comment. And comment. Share and comment. Share and comment. And we'll yeah. let it run for a week. Yeah, um, we'll pick the Sunday winner. Sunday to Sunday. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, we'll do Sunday to Sunday. And um, So that means they'll find out in two weeks who the winner is. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It's going to be awkward to remember that one, but nonetheless, yeah, there you go. Right, share and comment. <laughs> you can comment whatever you want, but, you know. And if we want to change our mind when we announce the winner, we'll do that. Will we? If we want, we can do what we want. We changed the intro to sound bites. Yeah, I'm not sure if we can like rig a competition. Right? No, we're not rigging it. <laughs> Look, if that if that picture ends up in your gaff or my gaff, it's been in my gaff for the last three months. Okay, fair enough. Um. So yeah, just share. Like, yeah. will we do it on Twitter as well? Uh, oh, will we? We have people on Twitter who don't follow us on the Facebook. Yeah, and there's people on the Twitter that aren't on the Facebook. So that's we'll do exact, it. That's the exact same as what I said. Yeah. So we'll do we'll do it. You mean there's people on the Facebook who aren't on the Twitter? I can't remember, I'm confused now. Yeah, it doesn't matter, don't worry about it. We'll do we'll both and we'll come up with a winner. So pick a name at random who's liked and comment. Alright, so on Twitter it's retweet and like and on the Facebook it's yeah. uh, share and comment. Yeah. So there you are, lads. If you want to own a piece of uh wrestling history. Or if you know anyone who wants to Christmas coming up. Be a great gift if you want. Yeah, that. just re-gift that, lads. We're re-competitioning there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks to Nicky Cruz, who's a fantastic framer. He is a fantastic framer. Fly on the wall. Yeah. Check it out. And his puns on Facebook are... <laughs> Legendary. Next, next to none. They have provided me many, many a chuckle. So, um, good man, Nicky. Survivor Series, Graham. Mm. Just, yeah, just thought maybe we'd talk a little bit about wrestling. You know what I mean? Yeah, are you going to watch it? I, I'll watch it on Monday. I won't stay up for it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm too old. I'm too long in the tooth for staying up for things that aren't UFC related these days. Yeah. Um, I, like, I'd say up to watch rugby, actually, if Ireland were playing in the Southern Hemisphere or something like that. You know, thankfully they're not. But for the, like the Lions Tour next year. You'll stay up, will you? I'll stay Where's up the Lions Tour next year? New Zealand. Um, Someone said to me the other day about the rugby. Why, why in football do we not say Southern Hemisphere teams or Northern Hemisphere teams and they only say it in rugby? Because it's different styles of rugby. So there's a Southern Hemisphere style of rugby in it? Yeah. So that's why they differentiate so you, it? Because you, like in football you definitely would have heard, oh, that's a real South American player or that's a European kind of player. Do you know what I mean? You definitely would have heard those kind South of South American or? European. Yeah, their continents. 
Yeah. Like, so what were they Some Southern Hemisphere and Northern Hemisphere are just regions, like. No, they're hemispheres. They're all the continents. Okay. <laughs> like, like, they're just taking the Why continent. Why did you say Australia or South Africa? Oh, you, because it includes New Zealand and Argentina and Tonga and all them lads as well. Okay, fair enough. Fiji. Love the Fijians. Do you? Yeah, love the Fijians. Um, but yeah, so that's, yeah, it's just, Southern Hemisphere rugby tends to be a lot faster. Um, I would say a lot better, and that's probably evidence. obviously because they're more successful than yeah. I was gonna say that's Hemisphere. probably evidence in that as well, and um, I would even say a lot tougher than Northern Hemisphere rugby. Is it because it's in the air? What? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> the hemisphere I always relate to air or something. <laughs> it's no, in the waters. Like the, the equator divides them, man. No, I'm only joking. All right, okay. I was like, are we going to have to break out of geography? Like, no, I, I, no, I was no. genuinely confused there, man. No. Okay. No I worries. know the difference between the southern and northern. It's a fatter Dougal here talking to. <laughs> Sometimes, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've done really well, by the way, not to mention the fact that we beat the Shag and All Blacks. Did we not mention that last week? No, we didn't. Now, we've played them again since, and they've probably hockeyed us. Oh, yeah, they played <laughs> last night <laughs> in Dublin. Um, but I mean, like I've done really well not to drag that up, considering everything else. Be you great know. if we beat them at a World Cup, though, instead of a friendly. It's not a friendly; it's a test match. It's a friendly. It's a test. It's a test match, Graham. It's not a friendly. It's a friendly one. Can, can you stop this? <laughs> okay. It's a hundred and eleven years. I'm only winding you up. You know what it's I mean? It's a great match, man. Just because when I they start coming back, I was thinking, oh no, it's over. Here we are. This is Here three years go. ago, all over and again. Then I was tweeting. Sure, it's only a friendly. When they were on their little mini comeback. Can you stop saying that, please? So, are, did you go to the match last night? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to the match this Saturday against Australia. Very good. Australia. Um, look, it's okay. I don't expect non-rugby fans to understand the difference between a test match and a friendly. It's okay. I get it. You come from a roundy ball background. Like, I mean... Roundy ball, it's simple, isn't it? Mm. You know what I mean, but we beat um, Austria in the football <laughs> in a competitive Aust- match. Austria, yeah, yeah. we never yeah. beaten them before away yeah. from home. Yeah, no, yeah, Austria though. Come on, like, well, did they have a rugby team? Probably. There's only like ten rugby teams though, isn't there in the world? I know. Well, there's more than ten now. How many? How many like that are competitive? Well, define competitive. Like the World Cup has twenty teams in it. Does it? Yeah. Is there qualifying rounds in the World yeah, Cup? Yeah, there is, yeah. And there's a repechage stage and everything. At what stage? Repechage. A repechage? Yeah. It's like a qualifier for a qualifier. What's the what's repechage mean? So basically, if you don't qualify for something, right, you go into this repechage stage, and then somebody from another hemisphere or another continent or another block of Literally countries... Literally the first time I've ever heard of that word. Right. The Olympics Re- use it as well. Do they? Yeah. Can you spell it? R-E-P-E-C-H-A-G-E. Repetage. <laughs> <laughs> it's like spelldown. You're in. Um, so, yeah, like, so uh, the last World Cup would have been Uruguay. They beat Russia in the final to qualify for the World Cup. Russia lost me bet, little ticks. Play it over two legs. You play one leg home, one leg away. Did you watch the round ball last week against Austria? Yeah, I lowered myself to the... Uh, Go away, you always watch it. I don't always watch you it. Do. I just... Every so often when I like to remind myself that there is an unwashed mass out there, I, uh, I tune into the commoner, the, the common sport, and I engage in such frivolous activities as drinking points while watching people kick a round ball. It's very easy to kick a round ball. Anybody can kick a round ball. <laughs> Try to do it with an egg-shaped ball and judge the bounce. Try to do that. <laughs> judge the bounce. Try to do it. Ross Ambra. Jay McLean was unreal. Again. Yeah, in fairness. No, Crap first was. half, great second half. In fairness, well, it was a good performance. And what I really liked about the performance, to be honest, was the fact that when we got the goal, we didn't just go into let's sit back like, and put everybody in our own half. Yeah. We we controlled possession. Like The game kind of changed when Glenn Whelan was taken off injured. For, yeah. for the better. I think like, it was for the better, like, yeah. I don't hate Glenn Whelan. I know a lot of people do. He does his job well. Yeah, but I do think there's times where... We he slows could, the game down. Yeah, and we could deal with a better function out there than Glenn Whelan. And I was delighted that Harry Arthur has made his competitive debut, so yeah. he's theirs now. Yeah, love Harry He did Arthur. an interview last week where um, he was completely dismissing 
the rumours of him changing to England. He says, Did you see some of the abuse he got over that? Though? Yeah, it was disgraceful. He was, he, like, we were playing Georgia that night and he, he promised his fiance that they'd go to the pictures. Yeah. So he wasn't watching Ireland, Georgia. Dope. But yeah. anyway, he left um, the pictures, uh, put on his phone, and his, he said his Twitter, he thought he was after being hacked. Yeah. Um, and the rumour just came from Jeff Stelling and Paul Merson discussing it on Soccer Saturday saying, well, he hasn't played for Ireland competitively, so he still could. He was. They yeah. were complimenting him, like. Yeah, like I, I just think, and that's a problem to me, I, and that's one of the things I dislike about social media is that there's this tool to just abuse me. Like, I don't understand anybody who logs online and just because a celebrity has either said something or done something you don't agree with, you think it's okay to call them a fucking cunt yeah. or a stupid bastard. Uh, beep. Yeah. Like, I do, like, why, why, why do you think you can do that? What makes you so special that you get? I don't get you, it either. Like, you're an idiot, is what you are. If you're doing that sort of carry on, grow up. I was getting a bit of stick on Twitter um, about the ad. There was someone saying, uh, <laughs> someone tweeted under the Tesco ad. I've seen that the ad is horrible <laughs> or something like that. No, why, why, uh, why doesn't Graham actually just make his granny the uh, Christmas dinner? I, I tweeted him back that's the Easter Tesco ad you dope spoiler <laughs> alert and he goes uh, well played man did somebody make a comment as well about uh, why is it just the granny cooking the dinner why isn't the granddad doing it oh, I uh, didn't see that maybe sexism is alive and well Tesco maybe like, oh really the stuff people that. the stuff people like would you get a life and then another person tweeted she was actually a reporter for, for the son and she tweeted under it saying... Uh, Liverpool fans want us to beep that word out. Yeah, rightfully so. Um, she tweeted, um, why don't he just post the bloody letters already? I'm sick of it. And I and I, I took a picture. Or someone sent me a picture of me biting the pen in the ad. Yeah. And I said, I'm still thinking about it. <laughs> and she wrote back, ha, ha, ha. I did get a lovely message, actually. Um, I've seen that, yeah. I've seen you shared it. All it right. actually, I didn't get it. It was written under the Facebook... Um, thing where it had dear tesco yeah. i love this ad for many reasons but one of them being that you got a man with a physical disability doing it he's not there because of his disability or to speak about it but about something that we all people with or without a disability love christmas as a parent of a child with disability i want to see people with disabilities in mainstream media as a fact of life because they are part of us not as tokenism because of their disability so thank you and i hope more retailers follow suit proud to be shopping in tesco's that was lovely. Yeah, written about a man who shops in Dunstan. <laughs> <laughs> me, me lotto girls that I get me t- lotto ticket off last uh, last week. I says uh, how he is, and they were looking at me real because when I was in Fair City last year, and um, yeah. they were giving me a stick. They were like, "Was it last year you were in Fair City?" Yeah, last oh, August. Man, that seems like a long time ago. Yeah, now, wasn't last it? September. And uh, they were giving me stick out of that. And then I, I was rocking up to get me lotto last week. Rock, I was rocking up, was he? Yeah, yeah. And they were just, they were looking at me in a strange way. I knew something was coming. And I said, just the usual there, please, ladies. And uh, they're, they're like, would you not go to Tesco's now? And I was like, what? I just felt I, I just felt I completely let them down. I said, oh, I, I, I start bullshitting them. saying, I didn't know what supermarket chain it was for. I was pleading with them just to get, get them back on me side. Yeah. But I thought that was a lovely message. So what you're saying is you've no courage in your conviction, Graham. No. You'll backtrack on Anton. Not anything. You and Donald Trump are just the same. You need to sell yourself. <laughs> um, it's funny, though, about, like, it's not tokenism. Yeah. But when people were asking me how did I get it, and I would joke, oh, it was the production company's token wheelchair guy. Yeah. They had me on file and they gave me a call. You know, there might have been a sense of tokenism mm. at the start, but I think all things are. But to be honest with you, and I'm not saying this in a derogatory or in a belittling sense, but every, I would imagine most marketing or ad campaign people or whatever, they have to have, like, right, do we have a female? Kind yeah. of a quality. Yeah, do we have an old person? We do, yeah. Do we have a black person? We do, yeah. Uh, what are we missing? What are we missing? We, what are we missing? We need somebody in a wheelchair, yeah. Okay, do we have a baby? Can we get a baby? Somebody got a baby in here? Small child? Thank you. Everybody ticked. Yeah, it's just a criteria. You know, um, because if you don't do that kind of thing, you're labelled like, you know, yeah. like discriminatory or racist or, you know. I don't think, I don't think though, uh, if I didn't appear on the ad, I don't think there'd be people saying, I hope there wouldn't be people saying, oh, why isn't there a wheelchair user? No, I wouldn't think so. No. 
I wouldn't think so. But the fact that there is, people are now having a conversation of like, oh, was it a token? But I, I, and I, I made it, actually, maybe it wasn't a tokenism because I did make it my business that my wheelchair was staying in the in the, in the piece. There's yeah. a piece on me on the bed and I, they were trying, the director was kind of taking the wheelchair away and I was like, oh, no, no, keep that there. Yeah. And he's like, why? And I said, because you want people to know I'm in a chair, like. And he's like, yeah. fair enough, whatever you want. Yeah. You know, so maybe yeah. there wasn't. Maybe you just, yeah. I'm very talented, so maybe it was just because of that. Well, this is true, I mean, this is, <laughs> like, you've been involved in many successful ad campaigns um, <laughs> and media obligations and as such. So, it's quite possible, like. It's quite possible, no, man. You know, and you're on the big screen now, it's only a matter of time before that trailer is going to be played at a premiere. <laughs> um, the Christmas Awards? Could be the Christmas, who knows? Who I'll be knows? tweeting Tesco in January telling them I'm available for their Valentine's ad. Oh, dun 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 Mountains. Unbelievable, man. Mountains are amazing. Do what you know what? What about those snow leopards? Sensational. They're pissing on the rock. That's how they communicate. That's mental. It's a bit like what I do on a night out. <laughs> to find your way home. Yeah. <laughs> I was here three hours ago. <laughs> 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 yeah. Class. Yeah. No, well, actually, that's a lie. I don't do it by pissing on a rock. I usually do it by smelling where the garlic cheese chips are coming from. <laughs> Walk me way home. I've never had that. tune. I've never had any rockets. I've, I've never had. Sorry for interrupting. It's quite all right. You talked about me three times there. Oh no, I didn't mean that. I thought you were finished. I was doing a sniff test, Graham. <laughs> I was sniffing my way home from Zaytun to Eddie Rockets, Eddie Rockets and Stalorgan. From Stalorgan, then you get to Cornell's Court to Aldo's. From Aldo's, then you tend to meander a little bit, but you'll find your way into Cabin Healy Village to Veda. From Veda, you'll get to Ballybrack to Manly's. And when you get to Manly's, your George drop you home to three months. It's great. On a night out. On a night out. You have six takeaways. Four points. You wake up the next morning thinking you're a king. Um, <clears throat> I rarely eat after a night out. What? I just go straight to bed. Are you joking me? No. The best part of a night out was the takeaway. I've, I usually just go straight to bed. No, I've I've had delivery men wake me up. <laughs> because I ordered really? food passed out. And I woke up at uh, two in the morning by lads banging on windows. You're joking me. I swear to God, yeah. That's happened more than once. <laughs> The delivery driver from Manly uh, once had to shout in me letterbox. <laughs> and me ma got out of bed and opened the door. <laughs> in her nightdress. You're joking me. Swear to God, yeah. Um, yeah, see, there's some place that deliver later than others. Like, so it depends on what time of the night you get home at. So. I can only imagine that um, the smell of... The body the next day after garlic. You smell any farts, Graham? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> after the garlic and cheese chips. Yeah, they're rancid. <laughs> oh, man, you should Last week. No, not last week, two weeks ago. Um, we started on Guinness. Lovely. And uh, I moved on to cocktails. And by the end of the night, I was like, I was gone. I was gone out. And the next morning, my God, the smell in the room. It was. <laughs> Rancid. Like, I didn't know the room smelled, right? Because obviously I woke up in it and I'd been breathing it all night, like. But I went out to go to the bathroom. And as I walked back, <laughs> as I walked back in, I opened my bedroom door and this warm, stale, shitty <laughs> just hit me in the face. It was Did you like, get sick? I went downstairs. <laughs> I was like, I can't deal with that right now. Cannot deal with that right now. Yeah. Um... That's I like I, I love Guinness, but I find the next day I do be in a bad way now. <laughs> we went on a tangent there from Planet Earth yeah, talking about snow leopards. Forget Planet Earth. We were talking about football, and then it turned into talking about Junior Tesco ad. <laughs> <laughs> Shock! <laughs> Every little uh, helps. Yeah. Up don'ts. Um, yeah, now Guinness. I love Guinness, but like I don't know, having Black Beauty run out <laughs> the next day. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's worth it. <laughs> This conversation's took a turn. Has big time. <laughs> Will it make the final call? Shane Finn's <laughs> bought me a Planet Earth two book. Amazing. Yeah. What's it about? <laughs> <laughs> it's the whole season. I was like, is there any spoiler alerts in this? 
Oh man. Yeah, now I'm loving Planet Earth. Loving it. What's this week on? I can't remember. Oh, forget. I did see it. Shit. Jungle? Was it the jungle? Jungle was the first one, wasn't it? Can't remember. I don't know. Look, it'd be brilliant either way. Um, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of mountains, which Planet Earth episode, Planet Earth 2 episode 2 was about. Yeah. Mountains, Graham. Such as Swiss mountains. Yeah. What comes in Switzerland? <gasps> the Toblerone. Toblerone. Changed their bleeding bear. Now, so far, it's only affecting the tannies and we're safe. Oh, is it? Yeah. So it's not over here? Not yet. Not yet. So why is it only affecting them? I don't mean Brexit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> why did they, What was the... Exp- I don't so know. Toblerone have changed the shape. Yeah, essentially, they're saying... There's a look. huge gap between each mountain. Oh, my God. Like, you could drive through it. You know what I mean? The Alps what? don't look like that. No, they don't. That's ridiculous. No, they, they do in the sense that they're all perfectly aligned behind one another. But not with such a big gap, like. No. You know what I mean? Um, but how you, you 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 eat the Toblerone by the mountain? You break yeah, it off. Yeah, of course. Which way do you break it? How do you mean? When you were breaking the Toblerone, how would you break it? Is there a way? Yeah. Oh, firstly, I get the white chocolate Toblerone. Oh, unbelievable! Because that's the snow-capped mountains. I love your style. Oh, snow, I love it. Nah. What about the fruit nut? What's that? You must be joking, are you? What? Fruit nut with chocolate. Yeah. What a sick animal are you? The fruit nut, fruit nut Toblerone's lovely. You better get out. This is a solo podcast from now on. <laughs> how do I eat? How do I break? I put it in my mouth and break it in my teeth. Are you you go with an alp straight to the roof of your mouth? Yeah. That could go to the roof of your mouth and kill you. No, it wouldn't. It what way do you do it? I break it like a pro. Everybody, well not everybody, some people are clever. Like you probably get a knife or something. Break them all not. individually. I do not. And everybody, have them all ready. So you, you, you have the triangle pointing upwards, yeah? Yeah. And you try to break in a downward motion. Yeah? Right. You're doing it all wrong. You break it in an upward motion. You're pushing the two alp, the two peaks of the mountain together. Right. As opposed to trying to pull them apart. That is how you break a Toblerone. I didn't know there was a way. There is, and Toblerone confirmed it on Twitter that that is indeed the correct way. Did they? They did. Why yeah. did, did they confirm why they changed the shape in England? Um, To do with rising costs of cocoa. 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 Cow. Cow. How does that? <laughs> how does that change? How does that? Man, how's that a savings? B- because less chocolate. It's a smaller bar now. Oh, it's a smaller bar. Yeah, I, I think it was like say it was one hundred ninety grams down to like one hundred forty or something okay. like that. I didn't know. But it was yeah, a we're running bar. out of chocolate, man. It's a big deal. Like there was a uh, was there talk of running out of hazelnuts for Nutella? Possibly, but there's an awful lot of people out there allergic to nuts who. Yeah, I know oh, you are not, Graham. I know you are not allergic to nuts. They can't eat Nutella. No, they can't disappoint that. Scarlet. Look, I've often just gone to the jar with a spoon. <laughs> I haven't done that yet. A- ever? No, not with a spoon. Are you serious? Like breadsticks. Oh, like a chalk dip? Yeah. I thought you were going to say you just dip your pie in like a bear <laughs> with honey. We <laughs> 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 you discussed the, uh, off air that you don't like crepes. What is wrong with you? Yeah, I hate crepes and I hate pancakes. Hate them. Like okay, you don't like pancakes. Okay, that's okay. I thought you liked pancakes, like, but didn't like crepes. Like Pancake Tuesday. I think if there was a day I was to start a war, it'd be Pancake Tuesday. The crepes down on Dunleary Market. Oh, no, sensational. No, you're, talking, you're talking pony. There's no such thing as a nice crepe. Banana and Nutella. Why would you do that? Ugh. What sort of sick joke is that? Unreal. No, absolutely not. I'm going to get one after this. Why? Because it's Sunday morning. Yeah, but like, why? <laughs> I'm only joking. I'd sooner go to News Cafe in Black Rock and get a delicious breakfast roll. No, I don't like the News Cafe sausage. Do you know? I heard you love all sausage. You! I don't like kind of pressed sausage meat. I'd rather in a sausage sausage. Oh, that's just your brain playing tricks here, on Yeah, actually. Oh, here we go. I was watching Taste of Food, I think it was. Taste of Food? Yeah, it's presented by Dahi O'Shea. <laughs> and it goes around the regions and it picks... Home cooks. The winner basically they're like got the Ulster, Munster, uh, Connacht and Leinster and they've four or five cooks and they make a dish and the winning dish the winning dish will then be marketed and sold in the Littles. The Littles? Yeah. Okay. The Littles are the Aldi's one of them. One of them, right. And 
a woman. So this last Tuesday's episode was down on the People's Park in Dunleary, the farmers market, and a woman made vegan sausages. Vegan sausages, and they look like poo. Was she put on the ferry at Dunleary Port and departed? She should have been. Because do you know what I mean. Vegan sausages. So, vegan sausages, and the, 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 they were presented. It was up against a white chocolate banana and white chocolate loaf that looked delicious. Sort of banana and white chocolate loaf, yeah. bread. Yeah, yeah. Bread. Uh, banana, banana and white chocolate cake or bread, but it could be served as both. You can have it with butter, or you can just. Some sick animal is out there putting butter on something with bananas and white chocolate. I think so. I think it was banana. Come here. When they said this show was about taste, was their taste up their arse? <laughs> Vegan sausages. <laughs> The other one, actually, you're actually spot on. The the other one was lobster, uh, mac and cheese lobster. I'd have left. And then the other one was just the brown bread. I'd have told them to shag off and go to Actually, now that you think of it, they are really crap. See, do you know what that is? That's people who are into food wanking, right? And they just want to be like, I've took this taste element and this taste element and I've combined them to make a super element. But well, in truth, all people want is a deep fried butter burger. Out of the four of them, right? Yeah. So to, let's say the four of them were to win. They were going to be sold in the Littles or the Aldis. I can't see any of them selling. So hang on, one of them people is representing the burger and it's going it's to be sold. representing Leinster, not the burger. It was just happened to be what, a, what did they be? The farmers. See, I didn't see the other episodes. I was channel hopping and I came like the across only that. thing. The only thing that they could have been up against to get to the final where they could have won that spot in Little or Aldi would have been like Holy Communion. Yeah. Like, what the fuck were they up against? But then they let the people of the People's Park then go in and decide. It has no bearing on who goes through, but they just let them decide. And they all seem to love that banana and white chocolate loaf. Probably because there was only a bit of white chocolate in it. They were all just picking that out of it. Uh, that's what they were doing. Tell Honestly, me, that's what they were doing. That is, that, like, that, to me, that is just making something it's, for It's snobbery, isn't it? It's, uh, the, this is the thing about foodies, and I find it very pretentious. I hate foodies. Do you know what I mean? Look well, no, something. I don't hate foodies. I just hate people that say they're foodies. Yeah, yeah. Look, I, I mean, if anybody's a foodie. Which is the I, same. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I don't know where you're going with that. Um, I'm just trying to be politically, politically correct. That don't be, it's a waste of time. Um... I, I don't know, I'm a very simple creature. I like decent food, and if it's fried, it's fried. If it's oven cooked, it's oven cooked. Mm. If it's whatever, it's whatever. Like, I'm never, ever going to go into a restaurant and see banana and white chocolate loaf and be like, Jesus, do you know what? That's exactly what I've been looking for. Yeah. I am going to walk into a restaurant, such as the delicious grill here in Fitzpatrick's Hotel, and I'm going to see a Castle Burger, for example, and I'm going to be like, do you know what? Bit of bacon and cheese on that, and I've got a winner here, haven't I? Yeah. And I mean, vegan sausages. I mean, this show is like the X Factor <coughs> for food. Well, because they have they have background stories to, for each uh, finalist. What was the vegan's background story? Um, they just went to her house where her mother and her father um, teach. I think yoga. Of course they do, and. <laughs> the, the course they do. <laughs> there was mushrooms in the vegan sausages, mm, but they just did not look appetizing at all. The vegans now, anybody, any vegan that gets this, is gonna get their militant vegan friends after us. Yeah, we'll have a spate of one star review so on what iTunes. Do, what do vegans eat then? Air. <laughs> <laughs> they swallow air, and the occasional lettuce leaf, I suppose. But what 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 is like? Oh, they can't eat anything that has a face, and they can't eat anything that it has a heartbeat. Uh, yeah, stuff like that, or comes from a living animal. So it's literally just sad. like I mean, like if they want to get down to the nuts and bolts of it, lads, everything is alive. It's an organism. Like mm. I mean, lettuce grows, therefore lettuce is alive. So what are you eating lettuce for, vegans? Mm. I don't get it. There's a, there's there's a population problem in this world with cows. We should be eating more beef. I know friends of the show, Carrot Gustenberg, said there should be less cows and we should eat less beef and should be more responsible. But I say they're delicious. Let's eat them faster. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> no, I just, I wouldn't be able to be a veggie or a vegan. No, look, if that's what you're into, that's what you're into. But just, I mean, come on, a vegan sausage. Yeah, it was a vegan sausage. Who is going to, I just don't understand anybody who's going to buy a vegan sausage over a good old Hicks pork. I had it, I had one of those, uh, 
corn sausages. The vegetarian ones. Yeah. That I, cor- that corn so frightens me. It's ro- it was rotten. Like, I had it like what why why are they able to make it taste like everything? It tastes like chicken, tastes like sauce like Yeah, yeah tastes yeah, like yeah. burger, tastes yeah. like fish. Stop that carry on. Stop it. Just go, go eat chicken. Just eat chicken. Everything tastes like chicken. Just buy free range. If you're that worried about it, was it a battery hen? I don't know, just buy free range. I'm conscious that are we moaning a bit? We're ranting a bit. Ranting, right. Let's go stop ranting. What were we talking about before we got sidetracked? I don't know. <laughs> you brought up crepes and that upset me. Oh, yeah. And then I, I brought like up the taste it. and then it brought up the vegan yeah. sausages. I was only bringing it up for the purpose of the programme. It's actually an alright programme, but now that you talk about it and then I'm telling you what uh, the rest of the I don't think anybody's going to watch it after listening to us. No, they probably won't. Nobody's going to go onto the player there. And be, oh, do you know what? I'd love the recipe for them vegan sausages. And I'll look, yeah. I I only watched it because I came across it and yeah, I seen a bit of food. I was like, mmm, food. Yeah, I like good solid food options. Stuff, you know, um, yeah. Anyway, look, crepes. I dislike crepes. I dislike pancakes. I love crepes. No, I'm not into them at all. Um, yeah, I like. Oh, I I don't know. I think we've talked about everything we need to talk about this week, have we? we possibly have. You know, I mean, hope you like the new intro. Yeah, like sound bites are here to stay for the time being. Yeah, for the time being. Give Brock Lesnar, Paul Heyman competition. Yeah, give us three months on the intro. We'll change it again. <laughs> or we might have somebody. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not saying like, but you know what I mean? There might be a big episode coming and we might have a new intro for that. A special intro. You know what I mean? A special occasion intro. I'm not I'm not saying that's going to happen. Why? I'm not saying that's going to happen. Why? But that's what we are saying. No, I mean. <laughs> no, I mean, budge. <laughs> um, yeah. It's been a while since we've done with just you and I, Graham. And the last few minutes have uh, proven why we don't do it at Because <laughs> <laughs> we go into tangents. We do, we do. Um, there was actually one or two more things that I wanted to bring up. Do you still want to bring them up? Or keep them till next week? I'm sorry, I had to cough there. Um, we could bring them up. One of them I do want to bring up, it's quite important as a matter of fact. Graham, we are in the season to be jolly. Right. Now... Last year, we attempted something that ultimately fell on its arse. Oh, okay. I know, Trevor. So, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it was fun, though. It was fun. It was a learning curve. Ladies and gentlemen of the listenership of What's the Story podcast, the award-winning What's the Story podcast, the pride of the borough, we have a call to action. This Christmas, we're proposing to ring people all over the world. And spread a bit of Irish Christmas cheer. Now, when we say all over the world, if you want us to ring Mary and Dunleary, fair enough, we will. What we learned last year was cold calling people doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck is that? You're what? Never heard of you. Fuck beep, off. Beep, beep. <laughs> so we had so, to stick with bloody Gary Michael. So we had to stick with uh, Mark Merrigan and Gary Michael. <laughs> so this year, I'm not saying Gary and Mark won't get a phone call. It's not what I'm saying at all. Gary won't. I'm just saying. Only joking, Gary. Love you. I'm just saying, we want you, you can be yourself, if you want us to get in touch with you, we will, but we want to spread some Christmas cheer to the listeners, so people abroad in particular, get in touch with us, and let's bring a bit of Ireland to you, or you even, to Ireland. Even, yeah, her listeners abroad would be class. You know what I mean? But anybody. That's someone in Kazakhstan. Yeah. North Korea would be class. If one of North Koreans, look, if you're a general... In Kim's army. <laughs> give us a show. Give us a bell. It, Kim, if you're listening, jump on the blower, man. We're right here. <laughs> We're right here. But yeah, no, genuinely, we want people to get in touch with us at WTS Pod or Facebook. Send us a message. And uh, we'll organise it. We're going to be calling people the week before Christmas. Um, so it'll be probably about 22nd, thereabouts, 22nd, Christmas 23rd. Day is a Sunday this year, isn't it? Tis, yeah. So we'll have a so we'll have we'll episode on our Christmas Day. There will, yeah. So this will be our Christmas Day. So you'll be able to have a listen to us. I'll be my grannies. When you're in your post-Christmas dinner coma. It'd be great. But anyway, yeah, what we want to do is we, we want to contact people, want to ring people, and we want to make a show where basically it's us talking to listeners. And what better way to do that than by asking people to tell us. Mm. And we'll see how this works. Yeah, and just let it... Yeah, exactly. So if you want us to ring somebody on your behalf to give them a Christmas message... We will, and then it'll be out there on Tinternet, and you'll be able to spread that message across the world. We're giving you an avenue here, lads. 
We're giving you an avenue. Let's make something beautiful with this. Let's do it. So get in touch at WTSPod on Twitter, Facebook.com forward slash WTSPod Ireland, uh, WTSPod at gmail.com if you want to use email. And uh, just tell America, us. Man. Yeah, don't worry. Get, yeah. us, get us everywhere. Just get in touch with us and uh, we'll make it happen. It's going to be good. We'll sing Christmas songs, drink mulled wine, I'll shave American's beard once and for all. You will not. You got to trim, did you? Ralphie looks, did it last looks week. Looks beautiful. Master craftsman. I'm popping Sh- down to him after this, actually. He shaped it. What am I going to say after this? I mean, tomorrow. His dog was in the barbers last week. Yeah, he does be running around a bit, uh, are we? Yeah. What's, his bar- what's his dog name? Can't remember. Little French bulldog or something. Oh, like. what's his name? Don't know. Little fr- he, had a, he was playing with a little rope. Lovely little dog. And he was loving life. Very, very good dog, I Because like, it does be packed down there and he just meanders around the place. The, the dog? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not bothered by people at all. Just strolls about the place doing his own thing. You know what I mean? So, yeah. But um, that's what we're doing for our Christmas special, lads. We're getting in touch with people. So, seriously, get in touch and we'll uh, make it happen. Be good crack. Is that yeah. it? Too sweet? Too sweet. Um, yeah. At Medical Mania, at Andrew Murray. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podbean, anywhere and everywhere. Just check it out. Search WTS Pod and we're all good. We can see our hand. Don't worry, Graham. I know it's closing. Don't worry. I've got this. I've got this. Fitzpatrick Castle Hotel. Check them out. FitzpatrickCastle.com. And, of course, Dungeon Bar and Grill for all the beautiful food. And you can pop up and you get a burger and a point for a tenner on a match day. It's a fantastic deal. It's almost too sweet to be true. Yeah, too sweet. Graham. Clear eyes, full hearts. Can't lose.